The Indianapolis Colts had major contributions from a number of rookies in 2023. So which rookies were most impressive this year for the Colts? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Horseshoe Huddle Halftime, a special audio-only episode of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast brought to you by FanNation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and I'm joined here as always by my co-host of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast, Drake Wally. Drake, the Colts, like I said, had a lot of rookies playing significant playing time in 2023, and I think that was one of the major reasons why people on the outside didn't necessarily think, myself included, that the Colts were going to win as many games as they did this season, but they had a lot of rookies step up, and and some of them, I think, already asserted themselves as, as building blocks for the future of this team. Yeah, and they got to they got to see a little bit of that on both sides of the ball. And I think that, you know, when you have 12 draft picks, you know, that's just an absolute haul. And unfortunately, some of them got hurt. But the ones we're going to be talking about, one of which did struggle a little bit with injuries. But at the end of the day, like you said, I love that you uh, used the the term building blocks because they're they were the third youngest team in the entire league in 2023. Um, they'll probably still be a top 10, one of the or one of the top 10 youngest teams, I would assume, in 2023. 24. So if you're if you're a Colts fan and you know these names, or even if you're not and you know these names, you, you at least have to admire how well they played, especially in the face of adversity when people really didn't think that they were going to win much, even fully healthy. Exactly. And and with with all these rookies contributing this year, like you said, the team is young. Uh, there's going to be more more to that, especially when you draft 12 rookies, you're bound to have them play. Uh, some of them play bigger roles. And that's exactly what happened this year for the Colts. So we're going to dive into our three most impressive rookies from the 2023 season today and, and talk about why they were impressive and then what they can do with this Colts team moving forward. But before we do that, please, if you haven't done so already, go follow us on all of our socials like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on X and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you know whenever Drake and I go live every Monday and Thursday night and for special episodes as well. Chris Ballard is bound to have his end of season presser. We'll go live that night as well to break it all down so you never want to miss an episode. Get yourself subscribed and get those notifications. But if you can't catch us live, wherever you're listening to us today, make sure you subscribe. Give us a five-star review so we can reach other Colts fans just like you. So, Drake, let's dive right into it here. We're going to talk about our three most impressive rookies from the 2023 season. However, there is a little caveat to that. Drake and I are not including Anthony Richardson, and here's why. Because I think if Anthony Richardson would have played a full, the full season or even half the season, it's obvious that he would probably be on this, on this list considering how he started out the season, but with such a small sample size, uh, only about four games for Anthony Richardson, it's, it's really not fair to put him in. That. I think you guys all know by now that Drake and I are huge fans of Anthony Richardson's game and we believe the sky is the limit and it was very impressive in his first four games. But The three rookies we're going to talk about today really had an impact throughout the entire season for the Indianapolis Colts. So, so Drake, let's kick this off with our number one most impressive rookie, Josh 
downs. What did you see about the rookie wide receiver, the third round pick out of North Carolina this year? Uh, because he definitely, definitely uh, helped this Colts offense achieve much, much greater heights than I think they thought they could with Gardner Minshew at the quarterback position. Man, I'm I'm blown away by Josh Downs mainly because you know he comes in as a rookie. He comes in under like undersized by you know most standards that Chris Ballard had previously had for receivers. He comes in behind Isaiah McKenzie, who we thought going all the way back you know to the preseason that Josh Downs was going to sit behind Isaiah McKenzie, and that just was not even close to the case. And he's made he made it work with Richardson. He made it work with Minshew. He's a quick win receiver. Incredible hands. He almost had seventy percent catch uh, efficiency. You know, I think he had ninety eight targets and caught sixty eight of them. Which, by the way, Colts fans, it's it's it kind of flew under the radar. I actually wrote a piece on it. He set the rookie Colts record for most catches in a season. Um, mm-hmm. he, he beat Bill Brooks, who was in the Ring of Honor. He beat Marvin freaking Harrison. Okay, who originally had sixty? I think he had sixty four. So or something like that. So it's like. This guy isn't he's going to be a star on this football team. I think Shane Steichen knows it. I think he's going to develop a lot more rapport with Anthony Richardson. And man, the sky's the limit. I just think at this point you need to potentially get more receivers around him so it's not all on him in year two. Yeah, I agree. So looking at his his year, his year in review, 68 catches for 771 yards, two touchdowns, and Josh Downs averaged eleven point three yards per reception. I think that went down uh, a little bit just because of of who was throwing him the football. You know, Gardner Minshew out there wasn't the best uh quarterback at getting the football down the field. But you look at Josh Downs' skill set, Drake. I mean very very quick to win at the line of scrimmage uh has hands of glue didn't have I, I don't have the exact numbers right in front of me but i don't think he had very many drops this season uh and what sticks out to me when talking about his his hands and his catching ability i mean that game against new england over there in germany he was he was hurt all week uh par- could hardly play in that game was on a very limited snap count and when the colts needed him to step up Minchie threw a pass that wasn't wasn't very accurate Josh Downs laid out and was able to pull that thing in. So Josh Downs made a lot of really good plays for the Indianapolis Colts this season and and to get him as a third round pick as well. Quite the quite the steal for the Indianapolis Colts and I think I think Josh Downs is just going to get better. Like you said working with Anthony Richardson and the rapport that they had already showed early in the season when when Richardson was out there. I mean, these two have an obvious connection. Uh, they were they were roommates throughout training camp. So they, they, they get along really, really well. So as he continues to improve, I, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg for Josh Downs. Uh, you could see a, a kind of a, a rise like we saw from a T.Y. Hilton. You know, maybe not the same mm. receiver in terms of speed, but both smaller guys, both know how to get open, both route running technicians and, and guys that you can just rely upon. And I think Josh Downs is just going to continue to, to get better. And, and we're going to see a, another legitimate receiving threat next to Michael Pittman Jr. with Downs here, not only next year, but for years to come. Yeah. And you know, Hey, at the end of the day, give credit to coach Reggie Wayne, because he really was, I think the fuel behind that fire to get Josh Downs. And also I pulled it up two drops on the season. That not is bad. All two drops on the season as a rookie that's fantastic 
Now let's switch to the defensive side of the ball here, Drake, because the second round pick for the Indianapolis Colts in 2023 also had a very impressive rookie season. And that's Juju Brents. Now, obviously, maybe the biggest knock on Juju Brents was couldn't exactly stay healthy, didn't play uh, the amount of games that he had hoped. But man, when Juju Brents was out there, uh, he definitely he, he was had his 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 mistakes like any rookie did. But he was a physical cornerback. He went toe to toe with some of the best wide receivers in the league and and certainly held his own and and i think for for a rookie season i have a second round pick a big long cornerback real physical at the line of scrimmage uh you can probably you can be happy with the progress that juju brents made this season yeah and um he made big plays you know he played nine games started eight he had an interception he had six passes defended he had a forced fumble a fumble recovery 43 tackles i i think that kind of like Josh Downs, but in a different sense and obviously on a different on, on the other end of the football, Juju Brents is that big physical corner that is going to challenge you right away. I mean, he's going to he's going to really give guys like Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to give uh, the number one receivers fits just because he's physical. He talks trash right back to you. He doesn't back down. Um, I think the one knock on him outside of just the health is that uh, you kind of unfortunately saw it in the Texans game in week 18 is he's not the fastest guy. Okay. Like if he gets, if he gets burnt just a little bit and he gets one step behind, he could get torched. So I think that he just has to get better at moving with these receivers. Again, he's a rookie. He, he basically barely played half the season. So um, I think that as he, gets more experience, works a little bit more with Kenny Moore, works a little bit more with um with Ron Milas. Uh, you know, I, I do think that I do think that you're gonna start to see him blossom. And I think he's gonna be one of the more athletic corners, especially in the AFC South. Yeah, it, it, Juju Brents isn't isn't a guy that's gonna be able to cover any burners. I don't no. think. You know, I mean, he's he's that big long cornerback. The long strides will certainly help him, and it's not like he is slow by any means. Uh, but but he he doesn't have that four three speed. So I you're looking at at what the Colts might be targeting in the corner opposite of Juju Brents here, whether it's free agency or the draft, might be looking at a corner that that has that that type of speed and can stick with those faster wide receivers. But but for Juju Brents, like you said, Drake, only nine games this season. So the game is probably still slowing down a bit for him. You know, it probably hasn't gotten that because he hasn't been able to play a full season. But as the game slows down, as he gains more experience in the NFL, I think you're going to see that not only that level of play rise, but that production rise as well. One interception. We saw his ball skills a lot this season, you know, ripping the ball away from Calvin Ridley to get that interception. Uh, We saw him going up toe-to-toe just recently against Devontae Adams and and being able to knock the ball out on numerous occasions. And that's the thing. You, you mentioned it, but Juju Brents really has no fear. Does not does not care who he's lined up against. Could be DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley. It doesn't matter. He goes toe-to-toe with them, has full confidence, and isn't afraid to get in their face. So brings a little bit of edge to the cornerback position that you like to see. And again, like I said, only nine games. He's bound to get better as he gets more games under his belt the game the nfl game starts to slow down for him a little bit works on his technique Uh, i think i think you're looking at a very legitimate starting cornerback in the nfl uh in juju brents and one that the colts can rely on for for the foreseeable future yeah and you know you uh, my big thing is you go back to that baltimore game and i know that the colts upset the baltimore ravens who are at this point 
possibly the Super Bowl favorite. Mm -hmm. um, and Juju Brents had an integral part in that. He made a huge play in that game, a huge turnover. Uh, so I think that you're going to see more of that. And like you said, as he continues to grow, he's just going to continue to get better. I agree. And then our final rookie for the day, also on the defensive side of the ball, opposite of Juju Brents. And that, this was a guy that, in my opinion, my, uh, when we started the season, and I'll take full responsibility for this, I didn't even expect Jalen Jones to make the roster. I was expecting Jalen Jones to be a practice squad player before mm -hmm. trading camp got started. Boy, he made me eight crow all season long. I mean, starting <laughs> in, the, uh, uh, in training camp, Jalen Jones was out there competing. He outplayed Darius Rush, the fifth-round cornerback uh, that the Colts selected, and, and a guy that a lot of fans thought was going to start opposite of Juju Brent. Jalen Jones simply outperformed him, and that's why Jones was kept instead of Rush. And then when injuries started happening, you know, Dallas Flowers goes down with the Achilles injury. Really, on that side of the field, the Colts didn't skip a beat with Jalen Jones. He goes out there, performs well, and, and really shocked a lot of people. So what did you see uh, from Jalen Jones this year, Drake? And, and what makes you excited about his future with the Colts? He's kind of he, he kind of reminds me a little bit of, of Juju Brents in a way. I mean, he's not as rangy, not as long. Uh, but, you know, he's six foot two. He's 200 pounds. This is another physical cornerback, another guy that's not the fastest, you know, by, by a foot race or by, you know, just running standards, but he is physical. He, he played pretty good coverage. There were times where you're like, holy cow, he looked kind of like a seventh round pick. I think again, I think both Brent's and Jones had rough games against the Texans. But mm -hmm. I think if you look outside of that and you look at the grand scheme of things, this is a seventh round pick when he was coming into the NFL and coming into the draft, you looked at his tape at, at, at Texas A&M and he just snuffed out guys. He was like a freaking, uh, like a fire blanket, man, just gone. Your receiver was not going to get targeted. And uh, that's impressive to be able to do that in, you know, the, with the opponents at Texas A&M face. So I think that it's going to be interesting if or when the Colts draft another cornerback, because I think they're going to do that in one of the higher rounds, potentially even the first round. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Jones competes. But if if he if his trajectory is is anything like the way he played, or I guess the way to put it would be if his 2023 season is any indication of what his trajectory is going to be, I think that you might see him have a nice spot on this defense. I, I mean, like you said, he made some plays. Uh, he had five passes defended. He played in all of the games. He started ten of them, and in fact, against the Raiders, he had a pick six that got turned back. Uh, you know, it got a it got called back on a penalty. So there's some game playability there. All right. There, there's real game breaker ability, I think, with Jalen Jones. And again, we're just going to have to see what happens because, again, he is a seventh round pick. I, I think that he is going to see some serious competition because I do believe the Colts are going to draft a cornerback or potentially on the far end of things. Maybe they'll sign one. Yeah, I was very impressed with what Jalen Jones was yeah. able to do this season. And and to your point, Drake, I mean, I do think that the Colts will address the secondary. That's definitely a, a, an area that, that Indy, Indy needs to get better at. So it wouldn't surprise me if they do draft a cornerback, possibly in the first round, depending on how the board falls. Uh, uh, they could bring in, in a veteran to, to, to create competition. But I think going into training camp, Jalen Jones is going to be the starter. You know, they're going, it's not like they're going to draft someone in the first round and then just give them that spot. 
that that first round pick is good or, or wherever is going to have to take that spot from Jalen Jones. I think he's earned that. I think he's earned the right to to be given the benefit of the doubt, at least to start. He's certainly going to have to compete and earn it in training camp. But I think to start the, the, the season next year, when the Colts go back to Westfield, Jalen Jones is going to be one of those starting outside corners and and someone else is going to have to take that from him. So it's good to create competition. And again, kind of the same way with with Juju Brents. Juju Brents started eight games, played nine but started eight uh when you're talking about jalen jones he played in all 17 but started 10 so these guys only have about a half half season's worth of games starting so kind of the same with jalen jones or, or i'm sorry with with juju brents jalen jones is going to continue to work on his craft, continue to get better. The game is going to continue to slow down for him as well. I think we're just starting to see the tip of the iceberg for Jalen Jones. But regardless, it seems like both of these guys have start have with Juju Breads especially can be a legitimate starting corner, and and Jalen Jones might be on his way to doing that as well for the Indianapolis Colts. I'm really a big fan of these cornerbacks, and regardless if the Colts if someone else comes in and starts over Jalen Jones or whatever he's a very good cornerback for this team moving forward. Yeah. And he's only 21 years old. Right? He's mm-hmm. one of the youngest guys on the freaking team. So just be patient with him. I know he had some moments where you're like, what are you doing? But he's a rookie. He's only 21. And like you said, he's got a chance to really grow within this defense. And again, even if he doesn't start in quotes, I still think he's going to have a role. And that's the thing with all three of these guys. Still a ton of upside, and their best oh, yeah. football is ahead of them. So that's our show for today, guys. Really appreciate you joining us uh, for just a quick talk about the three most impressive rookies from the Indianapolis Colts that played the majority of the season. Uh, I think with Josh Downs, Juju Brents, and Jalen Jones, all of them have bright futures in Indianapolis. So uh, once again, please go follow us on all of our socials, like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on fn on x and subscribe to the horseshoe huddle youtube channel hit that bell so you know whenever drake and i go live every monday and thursday night and special episodes now that the off season is here so you never miss an episode so do that and then if you can't catch us live no worries wherever you're listening to us today subscribe give us a five-star review so we can reach other colts fans just like you go follow drake at d wallster drake you can follow me at andrew moore nfl and we'll be back thursday night to talk more colts football with you all so we'll see you then and enjoy your week colts fans